Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. So how good is contact? It's good, isn't it? Contact? I told you I wasn't going to watch it yesterday because so yesterday was my sister's actual birthday. So today, I, I will watch it. Today, as we record on the Tuesday, uh, so I'll have it ready for you. A review by tomorrow, okay? Okay, so we'll do, we'll do Riddle, me, uh, Riddle Me Thursday and Review of Contact Thursday as well. Yes, great. Okay, okay fine. fine. Hang on, let me just... I'm just um, Pop it in your diary. First thing to go in the diary since March. Guys, we have to watch Contact today or Tom will kill me. Yeah. Great. I've put it on the WhatsApp group now, so the whole group in the house has got it. We have yeah. to sit down and watch it because we're a very communal sort of household here. I, I can't. I don't feel like I want to just take myself off and watch a film on my own for two and a half hours. You should watch it together. Time. But I'd, I'd be interested to hear what Cornelius and your sister's feedback is as well. Well, Cornelius's um, initial response when we said we were going to watch was it something deadpan and dry by any chance? His his response was, oh, "I don't really like films." <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> All right, Michael that's, what I'm deal- that's what I'm dealing with with Cornelius. <laughs> right. Okay. We'll try to just tell him. Tell him that it's a it's a boxed set. By the way, we yes. we've had some contact on that. Talking of uh, boxed set, some contact. Tell good. Tell him it is a boxed set, and it just and then what you can do is just pause it and then say, "Oh, should we watch Five another half episodes?" Yeah, yeah. Should we watch another episode? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So f- fool him into it, basically. Well, that means I have to keep an eye out for a good potential cliffhanger or like m- plot moment where it could be oh, well, mate, at the end of an episode. Yeah, oh, there's so many. Oh, it's, I'm so jealous that you've not watched it. Hello to Paul, by the way. Paul's tweeted us dull tweet of the day, uh, but Tom is right. It should be boxed set, not box set. It's a set of things that has been boxed, not a set of boxes. Thank you, Paul. You're absolutely right, and so am I. That makes two people who are right in the world. There you go. So, okay, so we're going to watch Contact today. That's fine. I will let you know my review. The first film segment, I think, on, on Cabin Fever. We've not done film reviews of any sort yet. Right. Really, we? be like a sort of commode and mayo. And yes. who's who in this? Should I be the slightly sort of... Uh, uh, well, he's quite. He's quite... Brief, isn't he, Simon Mayo? He's quite efficient with his words. He's just sort of... He's very efficient, in, out, yeah. But he hands over to... Well, I guess I need to be the Kermode in the sense that I'm going to be the one watching the film. You need to be the Kermode, yeah. Okay, good. But that requires a lot of brain power to be Mark Kermode. His brain's... It is, it is, I'm trying to think of a good word. Uh, big it is big, isn't it? It's, his brain is good. Yeah. Oh, that's a great word. Yeah. It is the good. It's really, it's really um, big, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. G- it's good big brain yeah um, we seem to have turned into a Dan Brown novel <laughs> I will take the revenue and it's a massive improvement guess what I made yesterday you made a cat out of hair from your beard and your dog's beard you made a you made a cat from the hair from your beard and your dog you okay there yeah, that's my guess. Okay. No, I'm not okay. Well, it's, it's this, this is like we've gone from Dan Brown novel to just like sort of bizarre children's surrealist book. That's what happens in my brain. I, I, I visit every every shelf 
in the bookshop. What did you make yesterday? Made a vegan cheesecake, mate. Shit off. You're absolutely welcome. Wow. How, and I'm how- only reporting this because it's one of the only things I've done all week. You know, it's one of those, that's, that's the, this is the thing about lockdown, isn't it? Yeah, but if we're reporting back on things we've made, I mean, I've done absolute. What did I do? Yeah, do you know what I did yesterday? I, do you know what I made yesterday? What? Both my children cry at the same time. Oh, excellent. That's my achievement. Really good. What was it about? I took their both their screens off them and took the switch off Wilfred and took the iPad off the other one at the same time. Because they were being Why? Turds. What did they do? They were being turds. They were whining and crying, and so I took the screens off them. And uh, they both just screamed, and I walk, walked away. I nearly took a picture, actually. I, I've got a thing. I do enjoy taking pictures of my kids crying. It's like a thing I do. Only yeah, over small things. It's not like, you know, they fall over and really hurt their leg, and I'm like, hey, hey, smile, hey, you know, I'll just frame this we'll one up. We'll call the ambulance in a minute. Yeah, exactly, just, yeah. I'm, just pose for the photo. I'm using portrait mode. Shit. You need to be really still. No, it's not like that. But... Um, when they're crying over ridiculous things and being assholes, I do take pictures of them. So I've got a catalogue of those. Anyway, um, I'd like to know about the cheesecake, please. What flavours were on offer? It was, Tom. Mm. A Biscoff cheesecake. Oh, Biscoff is amazing. Biscoff is amazing. And vegan. So my sister's a vegan. It was my sister's birthday. Blah, 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 blah. blah. This is the context of it. Yeah. Um, and, I'll, you know, I had the usual like basic carnivorous attitudes to vegan cheesecake that's going to taste like absolute dog shit do i look like linda mccartney that sort of uncle at a wedding like oh you're not having the steak yeah 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 of course uh and of course like i I, this this is still like a 10-year journey for me in the sense that for the last 10 years Mm. my brain does that the immediate thing and then i go oh no no no, i've it tastes like see above with the marks and spencer's vegan chicken nuggets literally the same yeah and this vegan cheesecake even when i was making it i was tasting it it's going "Mm, it's not gonna be quite right anyway it's absolutely delightful obviously and obviously like it's not healthy but it's definitely much less shit in it like we were using nuts and stuff rather than oh right loads and loads of sugar i mean there's loads of sugar in it mate i won't lie to you that's the thing whenever you make a cake or biscuits i often make rocky roads at christmas i do a nigella lawson rocky road recipe and and we actually we had it with the fudge see above and it was just the amount of sugar that goes in you're like holy crap these are like these are these are sort of meatballs crossed with hand grenades that i'm feeding myself here this is and what's going on inside my body at this moment i know i know and that's the thing so how did you feel afterwards did you have so much that you were well the problem is yesterday so all i ate yesterday and um was was we had a curry a takeaway curry for my sister's birthday and this cheesecake and that's literally all i ate for the whole day which makes it sound like oh oh what you only had one meal no no i had like three to five meals worth of those things right and then honestly when i just i just lay on my bed and it was an (laughs) oh my god it was disgustingly unattractive i'd say what just pogged fully pogged beth describes it as a food baby it's like you're just getting ready to give but it's basically a shit but like i thought i sort of lay on my bed in the way that i might have done if i'd just run half a marathon you know like this like exhausted but from eating shit and um but god i wouldn't wouldn't change it for the world mate absolutely great day so let me take you through what's in the cheesecake shall i so i'm just imagining if it was a half marathon if you could get sponsored for doing it do you think you could get we could do some sort of thing online what sponsored eat, greed? Fun, mate. yeah spon- sponsored greed yeah i'm Sign gonna me bloody up mate yeah i'm gonna eat the che- a cheesecake and a curry and nothing else in a day and i'm gonna end up rolling around on my bed in digestive agony give us a quid absolutely thrilled yeah done sold absolutely sold all the way like a like an obese uh, uh, captain tom sorry yeah go on you were saying oh yeah i'm just gonna take you through what was in the cheesecake because it was a delight and really easy to make and actually you know if, if we're gonna become a cookery show 
I think we should. About time we became a show, to be honest. But I was yeah. going to say, it's not cooking, it's baking, and it's not even baking because it wasn't even a bloody oven required. That's how easy it was, man. All right, go on then, go on. In the base, just the Biscoff biscuits, you know, the Lotus biscuits. All about that base, yeah, good. Crumble them up and mix them up with some melted butter, brackets dairy-free, obviously, oh, and yeah. co- a bit of coconut oil. Done, there's your base. Yeah. Pat that down into a little thing, and then just chuck on the cheesy bit, mm. which is, so here's the thing, you have to soak some cashew nuts overnight. Right. What in? Uh, water, just soak them in water, and then they're beautifully soft and ready to be blended because they're going to get blended. Okay. Then you just chuck some coconut cream in, um, some of the Biscoff spread. That's the key. Oh my oh, god! Oh my the god! Biscoff, Biscoff spread. spread. So that's like Nutella, but but like for heroin addicts. Yeah. It? That's yeah. That's that's weaponized Nutella. But there's only three tablespoons of that in the entire cake, and yeah, did you, you know, stick like, a fourth in? Didn't you? When you're doing that, when you like this stuff's too good to do, and you do three tablespoons. It needs, it needs well, no, I'm not going to waste the extra tablespoons on the cake, mate. I just ate mm. it out of the jar after that. Solid, know? solid logic. Okay, yeah. Um, and then a little bit of vanilla essence and um, a bit more coconut oil. That's it. Put that in a blender and literally plonk that on top of the base. Chuck it in the freezer. Bob's your uncle. Done. Oh, oh my god, it tasted like. Then you can decorate it in whatever way you like, and I opted to decorate it like a four-year-old because I'm not so good at that. <laughs> have you finished? I mean, have you finished it? Is it all gone? Is it all done? Uh, well, uh, it's nearly all gone. Yeah, it will be all gone by the time this podcast goes out. Certainly. Are you slightly nervous that, that that Cornelius and your sister are currently raiding the fridge while you're waffling to me? That must be quite upsetting. That makes me want to just go on for as long as possible and start talking to you, Dave, about some of my favourite rounds of golf that I've had over the last few years. And you have to stay and listen because it's part of the remit of the job. Well, here's the thing, Tom, and this is going to be a continuity nightmare. Cool. But I've already had some cheesecake for breakfast. What do you mean? You've had you had cheesecake for breakfast. I had cheesecake for breakfast, oh, and dang. do you know the reason this is going to be a continuity nightmare? And this is the most meta. We're, we're playing with form here, Tom. We're we're experimenting. Go we're on. properly mixing up the art form because our guests today, the wonderful Justin Edwards off of the telly and the wonderful Lucy Porter off of the telly, yeah, um, are going to be on in just a couple of minutes. Mm. But we've already recorded it. Oh, we don't tell first. them that. Dave, don't give that away, Dave. You're, you're, mess- you're breaking time. Are oh, you going to love contact, by the way? Yeah, Do go you on. know what's going to happen, though? About midway through that, I'm going to say to you and Justin, while Lucy's answering the door, hmm. guys, don't want to boast, but guess what I had for breakfast today? And for uh, because the con- something happened yeah. and the conversation just moved on, yeah. we never get the answer to that question. Whoa! This is so... They, you're right, this is meta. God, that's exciting. Oh, that's good. Well, in that case, should we? that's a nice little thing for people to look forward to. Should we get on with the interview with the wonderful Justin Edwards and Lucy Porter? God, my adrenaline's pumping now, Tom. We are absolutely messing it with stuff. That's not adrenaline, Dave. Oh, no, hang on, wait. I've pissed myself. <laughs> Hello, I'm Justin. And I'm Lucy. And together we are the hosts of Plenty Questions. It's a very straightforward general knowledge quiz. We ask you 20 questions, one after the other, five-second gap in between, and you shout the answers out. And then you tweet us to let us know how you've got on. See if you can get 20 out of 20. No one has so far, but that's because we haven't started doing it yet. Mm, But we will. Uh, And there's also going to be some fiendish brain teasers. So join us for Plenty Plenty Questions. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So, Dave, we've got guests, so can you sort yourself out, Plural? Yeah, guests, plural. Holy moly, what a Wednesday. We're so well-dressed. Normally, we'd be doing this in our pants. Or not pants, as discussed on previous episodes of Cabin Fever. Dave Cribb, not a man who wears pants during lockdown. Lucy Porter and Justin Edwards, welcome on that bombshell. Face with pants. I don't know if I'm going to stay now. No, (laughs) I know. Well, I've got, if anything, I've got too much pant. I mean, you know, I've got a bigger pant than I need. I could send some around today. (laughs) Have you got some spare pants? Dave, do you want spare pants? We could bike it over. You do realise that offering just sell other men your underwear on, on the internet. <laughs> there's, there's already a kind of market for that, and I'm not sure that it's. it's you know, that's a, yeah, that's a very strong start, isn't it? Anyway, my wife's going to sell you her underwear. Maybe we'll leave it there. Lovely to speak to you. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Plenty of questions out now on Great Big Girl. Um, I actually wonder what would happen if I tried to sell my underwear online in a se- in a sexual context. Do you think anyone? How much would I get? I think really, I think the market is predominantly ladies selling it. I don't think mm. men's pants have got such a such a kind of cachet to them. Unless I needed a chamois, you know, something yeah. to buff up the car and I was really stuck. My mum and... used to cut my dad's pants up and we'd uh, use them as for like shoe cleaning purposes. <laughs> I mean, they'd be cleaned before this happened, but old pairs would be cut up and sort of repurposed into sort of ad hoc dusters. And She was wonderfully lots. thrifty, your mum, wasn't she? Well, she was. She was. Absolute... Uh, you know, uh, skin flint. Um. <laughs> my brother's, my, my brother's mother-in-law, yeah. so that's, yeah, and, um, yeah, she used to, my, my sister-in-law remembers her boiling her father's pants up on the stove. He <laughs> used to boil wash her father's pants in a, in a really big saucepan on the hob like a huge sort of stew just going oh. I asked to ask her about that I'm not sure I haven't made that memory up but I'm pretty sure <laughs> but, but, but hang on why to, in order just to completely clean them to give them a really deep clean well just to really 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 get through them and this this was the 70s men had a lot more going on in their pants. <laughs> it, was a, it was a busier time <laughs> this is why I don't wear pants oh yeah absolutely yeah no if you're a, if you're a man, if you're a you know you're a hardworking executive in the seventies, you really gave your pants a thrashing, so you needed to be boiled out every weekend. That's, that's Bang them out with a chair leg first, oh, yeah, and then get, stick them on a try and get the stains out with the, with the leg of something. Yeah, and then, then I always I've always thought that about the seventies, because obviously our generation look at pictures of our parents. Apart from you, Dave, because you're ridiculously young, and it's all in the seventies and and before. And I look at seventies and think, God, in terms of smelliest decades, the seventies has got to be right up there, hasn't it? Yeah, man-made fibers, man-made fibers, and disco dance. Just go I mean, running around. A... There were no such thing as deodorant. Everybody smoked all the time. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And just a stank of Chianti. Well, we needed to smoke. I mean, that was the we only thing smoke. that kept the stench. Well, when I was a student, I don't think I ever washed any of my clothes either, but everyone smoked, so it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Just, everything just smelled a bit of fags. Oh, it was so good. What a great These time. young, healthy kids, they've got no idea what it's like not to... Not mm. to stink. Well, but then often, often when there's a guy in the Great Big Owl office, Mark Haynes, off of oh, he stinks absolutely. The- but he smokes. He, <laughs> he smokes a wide variety of different vapes, doesn't he, Dave? To the point where we, office banter-wise, call him Glade. It's absolutely hilarious oh, in our oh office. Dear. All the bants. Mm. Oh, hang on, I've just got to go and get the door. Is that allowed? Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry, there's someone at the door. It's probably. A- <laughs> That sounded like a sound effect door. I think it might be the courier coming to collect this week's delivery of knickers that the wife sent. 
sending off around the world. I wouldn't have thought the bank account would look at all right, actually, considering we've not been at work. But yeah, it's got a little something. We've all got to earn in lockdown. While she's while she's not here, you can ask me anything you want. <laughs> okay, what what favourite colour does she... No, let's not. Yeah. Um, uh, what were we talking about just now? The, oh, yeah, the, the, the vape thing. Because... Yeah. He, and he does, Dave, doesn't he? He has a wide variety of different vapes. He'd go, like, he, grape and things. Yeah, I'd say our, our day sort of is up and down, depending on the flavour of, of vape he chooses. And I sit right next to him as well, so yeah. it's really infused into my nostrils. Does he not start with a sort of, you know, a breakfast vape of eggs and then sort of move on to a lighter sort of, you know, a, br- yeah. a brunch vape? Well, this is what's just changing during lockdown as well, because I don't want to uh, boast to you guys, but I've had a... Uh, do you want to know what I've had for breakfast this morning? Oh, no. Fags. Sorry. It's all right. What was it, Lucy? Was it everything all right? You've got, but I'm going to give it to you. Well, it's just the delivery. Oh, I wonder what that could well, be. Oh, come on, let's have, have some live opening on the show. Well, unbox it. Unbox it. It's, it's a track package. Oh, God, I hope it isn't someone else's knickers. This is really. <laughs> oh, yeah, he gets packages exciting. arriving every day, and every he, day. he takes himself up to the bedroom <laughs> and opens them. And I never know. You never know what's in. Uh, here we go. This is from China. Gosh, oh wow! Made in China, decals and stickers. If this is coming all the way from, if it's, this is amazing. Tracked, no signature. So that's. I do know. I think I know what this is, and I'm amazed it's got here this quickly. It's, uh, it's very exciting. It's a cardboard packet now, for those of you. Yeah, his uh, giant, his eyes, giant fingers are struggling to. Clumsy hands. He needs my, my little delicate lady fingers, really, but you know, he, he oh, refuses God, to be helped. No, I'm not helping. It's like a this is, right, this is very compelling. Oh, it is. Live oh, it is. Come on, what is it? It's live unboxing. It's a solar-powered uh, pump. The br- it's, a, it's a solar-powered fountain. It's the brushless motor solar fountain, oh, that's 7 volts, 1.2 This is good. That means we can put the tadpoles directly in the pond. Yeah, that's it. We've, 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 we've liberated with the children um, some tadpoles from the pond that was drying up, and we've uh-huh. got buckets of them in the garden. So I've now had to buy a, and install a pond in the garden to put them in. Wow. Wow. Uh, and I bought a tiny solar-powered pump to keep the water going. So you have, to, cat- you have to circulate the water for the tadpoles, do you? Otherwise they yeah, die. Yeah, well, otherwise they'll all die. But they'll all die anyway, because the cats just regard them as sort of, you know, a big bucket of food. Like caviar for cats, yeah, isn't like it? Living really are. They're very excited by it. Um we've got we've got a big pond near us with loads of tadpoles in as well. I mean, do you want me to bike you some over as well? Maybe no, with the we, pants? We've, we've got sure? we've got more than we need. Oh great. Well I'm glad you've now got a solar powered pump for your back garden. That is that That's is great. great news. It's very exciting. What a revelation. And this is this is the kind of A grade content that we have here. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff people want to hear. Yeah, they? they love it. They absolutely love it. Uh, Dave, do you know what's quite upsetting though? Do you know what? what? Well, my kids are addicted to The Simpsons now, thanks to Disney Plus, which we spent the first five weeks of this podcast advertising and to no avail got to no sponsorship brand deals no nothing nothing. Um, but uh, he's now addicted to The Simpsons there was an episode of The Simpsons this morning where Homer Simpson you've probably seen it starts a chat show and he's so bad at it and it's so mundane and they don't talk about really anything and then it becomes a massive massive success and he gets really famous overnight Mm. because of the aimlessness of the chat banter and I thought oh my god so with Cabin Fever The Simpsons beat us to it to the tune of about 15 years yeah there's only one tiny difference in, in his experience and our experience well we're so on the way mate we're on the way yeah. well we should push you over the edge with the yeah. kind of reach that we have guys I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. tadpoles and live mail yes yeah. please <laughs> <laughs> live mails <laughs> underpant boiling fountain unboxing that's what the kids want they want solar they want solar powered fountain unboxing <laughs> based on this experience you two could definitely um, 
create some sort of sound effects album because everything that happened then sounded like it was sort of a stock footage sound effect, like your door opening, the, the yeah. rustling of the parcel, all sounded well, like... Well, you're Mrs. Poulter, said the postman, <laughs> with, you know, tipping, <laughs> tipping his hat to her. And then she slapped him soundly round the face. <laughs> I'm actually doing it. Actually doing it. Uh, I've got a bucket of yoghurt, so I can, uh, <laughs> I can stick a hand in that and pretend to be birthing a sheep. <laughs> we'll do that at the end. Maybe that's what we can use for some sound effects for the quiz. Because, right, so guys, we should explain really why you're here. You're not just here to tell us about unboxing and, and ponds, um, as interesting as that is. You've got a new podcast. It's out with Great Miguel. It's called Plenty Questions. Um, and people will have plenty of questions now. Hmm, great link, Tom. Um, uh, God, why? What is it, please? Let's talk about it. Well, it's a quiz podcast. Thank you. I'd like to say it's a quiz podcast with a difference, and it sort of is. Um, I, 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 well, I'm going to take ownership of this. I yeah. came up with the idea, oh. not her. But no, I, uh, I do like quizzes, and I like general knowledge questions and trivia. I personally can't stand the, the admin and the jollity that goes along with pub quizzes, or <laughs> having to sit around a table with people who don't want to talk to oh, and you know, queue up five deep at the bar. To go and to a pub quiz with just, just, ever. Just get on with it and ask the questions. What I, my favourite He's actively thing. turned down. We were at the, the pub quiz down the road the first time we went to it. A really nice old man. He wasn't. He was a cheat. Came to try <laughs> and join our team. He wasn't a nice old man. He was a sinister old man. And he had loads of answers written down. He said, oh, I've always, I always bring some answer sheets. But he had loads of answers no, written on small bits of paper. for the on this day, which is fair enough, because he, he'd researched enough. what had happened. He'd researched, because anyway. they always have a round of on this day, and he'd researched everything that happened on this day. Not Google, fair. Written Not all allowed. on a sheet of paper and brought it with oh. him. I don't. I think he's a nice old but man. He's an old man. He lives on his own. And yeah, anyway, there's a reason for that. There's a reason why he remains unmarried and friendless, I tell you. And Justin said, no, you can't join our team. And I know. But also, it wasn't died. our wedding anniversary. We were going out for a, to have a night out together. And I didn't want an old man getting in the way, you know. <laughs> You'd end up bringing him home and selling him knickers or something. <laughs> just bought everything. So hang on, was it just the two of you? And you said, no, no, it's, we're yeah. just... Yeah, well. Oh, my God, Justin, that's brutal. You're not really winning the audience over early doors for this. Yeah, no, no. Anyway, so this is my anyway, this is my point. If you'd have met him, you'd have been on my side. It's awful, right. awful. Terrible. Uh, so, <laughs> John Desp- uh, so John Justin. John, so Justin. Oh oh <laughs> that's my son. Question number one. What is your husband's name? <laughs> uh, well, I just, well, Justin I, I, despises fun. That I, was the I despise fun. Point. I just like the administration. Yeah. No, I like the bit at the end of the Mastermind General Knowledge round where they just, you know, fire questions at someone in a chair and everyone at home shouts along, going, yeah, no, God, I got that, or, you know, that kind of bit. Yes, yes. Cut and to I think the we chase. Can all agree. Exactly. I think we'd all agree that is the best and most valuable part of any quiz. Uh, mm. So that's what Plenty Questions is. It is 20 general knowledge questions, one after the other, with five seconds gap in between. Obviously, you can pause it and take as long as you want if you're that kind of person. But yeah. the thing is, you just shout your answers out and see how many you get. And it's just what you can remember quickly off the top of your head. Or And there's no yeah. one. So, so, like a couple of times, Justin, I have, and this is probably your worst nightmare, I've hosted mm. quizzes with the remit to do bits of stand up in between. Ooh. The, oh my god and they are the <laughs> by far yeah oh god the worst gigs of my life and i have to every time like lucy you must have had this as well as a hugely successful stand-up when people say oh can you come and host our quiz and do bits of comedy patter and you're like no no people don't want that do they yeah they, no, no they, the people they absolutely really hate don't want they don't want they just want to, they want the, people get angry about quizzing yes and, uh, and i think you need to sort of yeah just get on with it yeah that's my theory yeah. i don't understand it if you're in a pub they've got a they've got a cell but i did a uh, Zoom quiz with some friends the other night, and that went on way too long. It's about three hours. Yeah, we had a similar problem the other day. Dom Jolly was complaining about his friend's Zoom quiz. Do you think Dom Jolly? He was actually announcing on Cabin Fever that he's dropping out of his uh, friend's Zoom quiz. Yeah, they had to quit it, didn't they? Because of, um, yeah. I think, because of that, all the jollity was too much for them. The jollity, <laughs> the Dom jollity, the Dom jollity. Yeah. <laughs> 
And also, everyone has to turn their sort of microphones and things off, otherwise it gets too confusing. So you are sort of sitting in silence, listening to one person yeah. reading questions and staring at the faces of sort of 20 other people. All of you yeah, there's no right. real point in anybody actually being on the Zoom call, is there? They could just, you could just watch a stream No, you just do it on that. a conference call, or you could, yeah. just send, you could just email each other the questions and write them all down and email them back. listen to a podcast of a quiz. That's all you need. You've stripped it right or, down. Or exactly. This is what we've done. People don't realise they need these services until they're provided mm. by, by people like me. Who are, I'm, I'm clearly a, a super forecaster. Well, also, you could <laughs> use... I mean, I should say, just to put the other side of Zoom quizzing, I have a lovely Thursday night Zoom quiz with friends where we've got a lovely rhythm where we, yes, you're muted during the questions, but then we have a bit of a chat in between between and everyone go you know and there's a point where you can go to the loo and uh, and then we all sort of whatsapp each other it's lovely it's a delightful so that does work social um, experience well i think it might depend on the type it. of person <laughs> and we also are drunk. yeah so you get rid of justin for that presumably yeah i don't, I don't get involved in that I, I do useful things about. i put up shelves and things but you could use this podcast <laughs> yeah. uh plenty questions as a source for your you could yeah, Zoom a, quiz. yeah. You know, if that's what you need, if you're getting sick of setting questions, then just listen to this and take the ones you like. Yeah. Are you are you guys setting all the questions yourselves on on Plenty Questions, or is it like? Yes, we are. We are currently, and we've got a few uh, obviously a variety of episodes backed up, but we might run out of questions soon. It might, oh, do you want some down. trivia, Dave? Have we what trivia have we picked up whilst we've been doing this podcast Ooh, yeah. that we can give the guys to right. use as questions? Uh, there's nearly two thousand five hundred episodes of the Bill. That's what we've. That's what we've learned. Well, if you tell us all lot. this, then yeah, people hear this and you know then. Well, you know, okay. it's a little bonus, a little advantage, isn't it? A little Easter egg. Uh, oh, um, when dogs turn before they Oh, excrete, this is amazing. You know, yeah. how, when you watch a dog, you sort of does a little spin. Yeah. That's because dogs are mildly susceptible to uh, the magnetic field of the Earth, and they're looking for magnetic north. Really? Just so they can always poo facing north? Yep. That's yeah. what they try and do. They don't always succeed. And I've been uh, taking my compass out with my dog every day since I learned that fact. This <laughs> Isn't that true? Because I'm not entirely sure. I thought it was just because they were trampling the, the trying to dig the dig around. Yes. No. Well, that's what I thought. But I've I have read now three separate studies where this doesn't appear to be absolute bullshit science. What about cats? Uh, I mean, it's cats. Cats do it slightly. They've got lots of poo rituals and yeah, strange behaviour that goes on. Yeah. But yeah, I'm wondering whether we should all try and see if we feel better pooping in different directions, see if we can... Well, you know. how are you going to do that? I can't, the toilet only faces one way. Well, I know. Well, just look. straddle it the wrong way around, which is not, <laughs> which is not advisable. Side saddle on the toilet. Yeah, well, at not. the moment, everyone is using one toilet, really, aren't they? Are we? And it would be a good sort of experiment because normally you might use four or five different toilets in a day. All the toilets in our house face the same way because the soil pipe on the front, this was explained to me by one of the builders at Great Length, oh, yeah. and we tried to move a toilet. So, yeah, I don't think we'll oh, be you able to... Oh, you can't move the direction of a toilet? Can't move the direction of a toilet. You can't mm. just put them in anywhere. They have to be going directly. into. They, they're not allowed to move certain yeah. distance from the your main You can't pipe. have too many kinks in the pipe, otherwise there's no, you can't. Blockage. You can't, yeah, 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 exactly. So you can't oh, feng shui your, uh, so, yeah. your people? Well, maybe they're all already installed north then. Maybe we've all been pooping north just without realising it. And the, the building trade's been doing that for, for years. Yeah, I think ours face east. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyone want to finish that punchline? No. Um, <laughs> so... This will uh, this could definitely will definitely use uh, all of that as a quiz question. Well, in fact, we do have a brain teaser at the end of every uh, episode of Plenty Questions, which is freely available on every every uh, podcasting platform. Okay. Uh, in which we sort of just ask a slightly longer, more convoluted question, which you get the answer to on the next episode. Just you know, to really hook people in. And some of them oh, are good. ridiculous, and and some of them are you know, I mean. They're 
all, prob- they're all probably Googleable if you were that, if you're the kind of person that cheats. Yeah, that would be but, pretty joyless though to sit there and get asked yeah. a question and then just Google it on a podcast. Yeah. But maybe each to their own. Maybe that's what they enjoy doing. Um, have you got some questions with you now? Because Dave and I are pretty pretty Dave fair to say awful at general knowledge, but we're more than happy to play along. Oh, really bad. I did write I did write some down. I haven't even shown the lady wife what these ones are. So oh, she, she can join. I can she join, can join in. In. Have lovely. a seat. Have a seat. Rest yourself there on oh, my right, on my trunk like thighs. Oh my oh, god. That's it. I barely even know anything. Honestly, they're like you know, my veins stand out like whip cords after I've done Joe Wicks. Um, uh, <laughs> like the deep slabs of muscle in my upper legs. <laughs> like sitting on a fallen tree. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with legs with a with a sleeping mouse next door. Right. Okay. <laughs> Question number one: What is the longest river in the UK? Oh, um, I know this one. I think I know. Do you? Is it the seven? I'm going to say the seven as well. I'll have to hurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's seven. the seven. It's, we were it's the seven. Who okay. won the Great British Bake Off in 2019? <gasps> Nadia. No. 2019? No, she's like 2015, mate. <laughs> oh. don't, don't know. Uh, a person. Yeah, he was lovely. He was really... <laughs> yeah. David Atherton. Yeah, oh, not a yeah. Who painted the singing butler? Mm. Oh, that's... I know that one. one that's um, Jack Vetriano. 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 Right. Yeah, I'm going to say Jack Vetriano. that one on the beach, that's isn't it? That's my answer. You've got five seconds for this one. How many minutes... Hang on, was that right? Was Jack, Jack Vetriano right? Oh, right. right. Yeah, yes, correct. How many minutes after a quarter past nine is 10.45? An hour. 90. 90. Correct. Oh, I love this. Prince Buster <laughs> is um, commonly associated with which style of music? Scar. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you can't. <laughs> Whose autobiography was called... Blessed. Brian oh. Blessed. No, it wasn't. Ooh. No, it wasn't Brian Blessed. That's a very good no, answer. Otherwise, it would be Blessed. Uh, <laughs> yes. um, Shit. It oh. does rhyme. And I can give you another clue. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Yeah, David Guest. George, George, Ge- George Best. Correct, George Best. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Fred West. Was it Fred West? <laughs> but, uh, and your final question. What do Americans call a courgette? Ooh, a, a sidewalk. Zucchini. A sidewalk is correct. No, they call it a pavement and an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> and, a mail, and a mailbox. But those are the kinds of questions we ask. I mean, those are made slightly easier because I knew we were coming on this. Well, also, but we <laughs> are on a journey. We are yeah. on a journey as question setters yeah, with I know, this podcast. Because I feel, you know, I, I host a... Um, I host another podcast about quizzing. Um, she does indeed, which we should mention, of course. Which oh, I don't think Justin was aware of uh, until we started doing this. So but, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyway, uh, and we talked to a lot of, you know, and it's an art. Good question setting is an absolute mm. art. Uh, yes. And we are learning that. And we've already had at already least had one some complaint because you know. we're not professional question setters. Why? What was the complaint about? They're too hard. Uh, no, it's a complaint about one of the years. Not about the answer. You got the answer, but he said that one of the years in the question was, was wrong, which it may have been, but I felt like saying, I felt like saying you got the answer, right? So, you know, what you're moaning about. I, every time I've hosted a quiz, and I've hosted loads of quizzes, because, you know, in that way, that you, if you're a gobshite, you always get uh, asked to do like a school quiz or whatever. And uh, the, every single one, it, there's been a moment when people have really pissed argument. me off. Every oh, time, people. every time there's been an argument. And it's there's two things that go wrong. Number one is people get too pushy. The other problem is that, that, that people set questions that have ambiguous answers so oh my god so for example someone said for a tie break what is the nearest cafe to the school right and all the parents uh said it was i think they said it was blighty right which is where all the middle class parents from our blooming school go and have their coffees after drop off but there is a turkish cafe right next door that none of that crowd go to right and (laughs) 
the 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 ructions that were caused by that because Ooh, I can imagine I'm furious. Yes. Well, I mean, is it really a cafe if you can't yeah. get sourdough? Exactly. I That's mean, what the argument yeah. happened. Well, I don't. They don't do flat whites. They just do these Turkish coffees. I'm like, it's still a fucking cafe. <laughs> it was outrageous. But there's always a row. I, I just take your children out of that school. There's no one there's any way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, my kids don't go there. I just hang out. Yeah, well, this yeah. is why I'm fairly, I'm fairly strict. Well, the, most of the, the questions, hopefully, on Plenty of Questions are simply ones that there is one answer to the to shout Well, out. you say that. I but you see, I, with the first uh, episode, there is one which is, what is Prince William's second name? Yeah, mm. and someone said, well, you mean his surname? And clearly not. If we wanted his surname, I'd have said, what's his surname? Well, but no. I, I think the no. onus is on us as question setters to eliminate ambiguity, yeah. whereas Justin really feels that whatever he says is, is, is right. absolutely right, which I think is the only way to play it. The quiz master's decision is completely <laughs> final. But you're going to get, the nature of quizzes, you're going to get loads of people complaining, but that's part of the fun. And I think you need to be uh, Lucy, good cop, Justin, bad cop. In fact, no, both bad cops. Just tell people to go fuck themselves. Because audiences love that. That's why we You've built up an audience on this. Hey, listeners, go fuck yourselves. They love it. They'll be back. Just, it. Just, just hate it. They hate it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sort of, you know, hey, what is Prince William's second name? Good question. I'm telling you because it might. I'm not sure if it's even in an episode that's been out yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I sorry. Don't, I don't think I'm it was in. I don't think it was in yesterday. So, how frequent are these episodes, please? There's one a day, uh, Monday to Friday. They only okay. last seven minutes, so they're easily digestible on a walk or a run or just you know. If you're sitting facing north on your toilet, you could put it on. Just, if you're <laughs> unboxing a pump, say, yeah, you could just unbox some, your pump you, while you quietly uh, do listen. some pump, pump unboxing. Um, um, or if you're just packaging up your underpants to send off to the good people <laughs> of the house again. <laughs> it's designed to sort of be done done on the move or done or whatever. You don't, or you can, if you want, write the answers down and pause it and all try and do it as a as a huge family or perhaps you could get together as a community and play it. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Maybe oh, God. Do, do the hokey cokey. Yeah. Personally, I just like shouting answers out at the television. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of my yeah. thing. Um, I would suggest, by the way, that uh, we don't talk about this enough, Dave. With your smart device, it's very easy to say to your Siri or your Alexa, um, "Play Cabin Fever" or "Play Plenty Questions." And so, for example, I often play a podcast when I come down at about seven thirty when the kids are in bed, seven forty-five. Let's be honest, about nine p.m. And I have like a twenty-minute window where Beth and I sort of get ready before we watch telly, and I'll often stick a bit of Radio Four, a bit of podcastage on, and I just shout at my smart device. So, if you tell your smart device, it will do it. It will work. If you say, "Play the podcast," plenty questions. If you shout, we'll have to make sure that none of the answers have anything sounding even remotely like the word Alexa in them. Otherwise, it'll all go. Oh, you should do an Alexa special. Mm. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Just really. <laughs> every every answer is some variation or rhyme on the word Alexa. Also, there's a danger that people will get any questions as well on, from Radio Four if they do. That's ask. true. That would be very That's true. true. That's very, yeah. so no, no one needs more Chris Mason in their life. So much Chris Mason. Tom, I'm interested in your 20 minute window that you need to get ready to watch television. What's 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 that <laughs> yeah. of? Well, obviously, what we're doing is uh, we're just uh, we're just we're just clipping our pubes. Uh, we're getting oiled up and ready. Um, getting the cameras set up. Um, right. No, I, you know th- that is the turnaround time. That is the m- the best bit of the day where it's the Christmas Eve of the day where you've got rid of the awful bit, i.e., good night, yeah. kids, and you've got this moment where you've still got the episode of Killing Eve to look forward to, and you know you're getting wine ready. You're cleaning up the kitchen. You're doing the laundry. Like there's an there's an intense burst of domesticity right. in that right. twenty minute window. Okay. Um, which is which is is the best bit of the day. Um, actually, uh, Justin and Lucy, can you tell us please about your lockdown? Because you've got about ninety eight kids, haven't you? How's that going? That's right. We've got a well. In fact, we've had three during lockdown, so we're up to one hundred and one children. <laughs> uh, so it's busy, but we've been able to eat a few just to bring the numbers down. Great. Uh, we don't. We don't. We, we've only got two, which I think is not an unreasonable number. Oh have. no, yeah, so that seems, seems seems about right. Yeah. Um, 
What have we been doing? And the much? tadpoles. And, and the, the tadpoles. Oh, the tadpoles and the cats, yeah. Yeah, thousands so that's of them, yeah. knocking the numbers up a bit. But, yeah, no, it's mostly been Joe Wicks and... Uh... Quite a lot of quite a lot of gardening for me. I've done a lot in the garden. Oh, it's beautiful. It is going oh, it, it to look like it. the Palace of Versailles, but with a lot more cat shit. That's my, <laughs> that's my dream. <laughs> Hopefully less tourists. Do you feel that, uh, that this process of lockdown has fast-forwarded your lives into your mid-60s? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I've, I've always been sort of prepared for retirement really for, yeah. for some time now yeah the life and hour work I, mean, I spent a lot of time at home pottering around the garden thinking well i may never work again yeah so actually being forced into that doesn't really mm. make much difference to me yeah honestly. that's the thing all it's really done is taking the pressure off when we don't work which is an absolute dream yeah it's so true um lucy have you done many online stand-up gigs please how are they do you find them weird I- are they all right have not done any at all. Oh, well swerved, well swerved. Well, I don't even like stand up on television. Really, I've never, I've never been happy with any stand up I've done on television, mm. and um, <laughs> so it's like I don't know. Yeah, it just it absolutely terrifies me. So yeah. I haven't done it. Shout, shouting into a void, and there's no point. Well, I, I think some of it works. Yeah, we've done bits of. We did a. But we did a video of uh, a song for the Isolation Song Contest. It was amazing. Was I loved it. Fun. I loved it very much. It was the first and... one up, wasn't it? Uh, no, no. Rob Deering was the first one. Oh, Rob Deering was the first one. Right. Rob, yeah, I watched Rob yeah. Deering. Then you, got, you guys were like second yeah. or something. Anyway, you? you were you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Early doors. Yeah. Uh, Tom was probably still oiling himself up. Yeah. 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 That's exactly. Uh, down, exactly. It was mid-ball <laughs> clip that I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I quite... And I've done a few radio things. We did. I've done the news quiz. I'm doing that again this week, which is... Very strange. Yeah. Very strange. I'm doing the unbelievable truth for Radio 4 as well, which would be, yeah, it's just all, you know, it's finding the way to do it, but it does all still feel incredibly awkward and weird. It is strange, mm. isn't it? It's, it's strange. We're never going to quite get used to it. Um, all right. So, uh, Justin and Lucy, thank you very much for coming on Cabin Fever. Uh, plenty questions. I'm a bit annoyed, Dave, plenty by questions. the way. Plenty questions out now. I didn't get to use my sound effects because I had right and wrong sound effects ready to go. Oh. And oh, yeah. Justin just jammed on through, which is probably... This shows oh, you... apologise. Well, no, but it shows you the ethos of plenty questions. You, no time for any sound effects. You're just oh, asking exactly. questions. It's good. Get on with it, yeah. But I just no, I think to... it's important. Yeah, I had that for right. Oh, what was what was that going to be? Was, right or wrong? That was right. Yeah, and then I made this. Yeah, one well, that was right. my that's my point, Justin. Oh, I made this one yeah, for What's the wrong one? That's wrong. Yeah. So, oh, I like wrong more. Mm, yeah, I like yeah. wrong more. Yeah, I'm quite glad we use it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> I love you. Bye. Oh, that was perfect. Thank you, team. Yeah. That was brilliant. That was fun. Thank Not you for having Lovely us. Speak to you. Yeah, well. it was nice to speak to you guys. And um, I really hope this goes well. It's a really, really neat, simple, excellent idea. So you know. Yeah, well, hopefully, I mean, we might have made a rod for our own backs by having to record one of them a day, but still. Well, it's something. Yep, to working do, with isn't it? what we're, exactly what we're doing with this it's podcast. It's something to do, isn't well, it? Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, it keeps it fills the hours, but it you does. slightly resent it after a while. Yeah, yeah. exactly that. <laughs> Much like children. <laughs> well, I did. Right, I'll go and see ours now. Thanks. Well, uh, Thanks, bye. guys. Bye. 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 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.